Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. So we're going to bring in a great friend of mine, Dr. Rock Positano, who's a director of non-surgical foot and ankle services at the hospital for special surgery. He's a good friend. He's also my doctor, so... More inside baseball. Actually, everybody on this show is a friend of mine, one way or another. He's got a new book out. It's called Street Smart, The Primer for Success in the New World. So, Rock, I'm not sure I understand this. Working hard isn't enough. I work six days a week. Are you telling me to take to, uh, to not work hard and everything's going to be okay? What are you telling me here? Larry, absolutely not. You know, I mean, if anyone knows street smart, it's you. Look at what you went through and look how how successful you were working under the most difficult circumstances. And, of course, a lot of that, Larry, had more to do with just being highly educated and and brilliant. We both know that. And, you know, the street smart concept, you know, it's important to realize that this is not a self-help book. There have been hundreds of those written Mm. based on other people's writings. This is a book written about real-life experience. And it's sort of the version of the 2.0 version of Carlito's Way, which was written by a great judge, Judge Ed, Tor- judge Ed Torres. And Ed actually wrote the foreword for this book. And oh. the best way to describe this is this is sort of like where the streets of Carlito's Way meets the tables down at Maury's. Because the judge was a real, real tough street guy. You know, he used his street smarts. And one of the funny things, Larry, you may know, know this already, he once told a criminal that was, behind, that was before him on the, on the bench – when the criminal asked him, Your Honor, I want to know when I'm going to be up for parole. And Judge Torres says, quote, your parole officer hasn't been born yet. So it's really, <laughs> really, really interesting how the judge was able to combine his unbelievable knowledge of street smarts with legal applications to help decide many of his court decisions. Really kind of interesting. So, OK, but uh, you, we should work hard. That's of course the rest of this stuff. Old school ties. I don't care about that. Brilliant strategizing. There are no geniuses. No question about that. Diligence, I think, is important. Networking uh, is probably overrated, but it's okay. I don't know. I mean, so give me some more examples of street smarts. Well, you know, Larry, the important thing right now is we're living, as you know, better than anyone. We're living in a different world. You know, the new definition of success is now actually survival. If you're surviving, you're successful. Especially these days, considering what COVID did to our country and probably what's going to be coming next. Who even knows that? And, of course, the problem with kids today is that they have it very rough. You know, they don't have the exposure like you and I had to develop this sixth sense, which is so important to be able to survive. And let's face it, Larry, we're all guilty of wanting to protect our kids. We don't want them to have it, quote, unquote, as difficult as we did. But my question, and are we actually hurting them in the long term and not allowing them to develop the hunting skills they need for survival? And one of the things about this, people say, well, how did you choose these people that you interviewed? Well, we chose people from many different backgrounds, you know. And when my brother John and I sat down, my brother John, as you know, co-wrote the book with me. We said, look, 
let's gather the opinions of people who for a million bucks would not want to sit down at the same dinner table and break bread. Mm. You know, that was the important thing. But it was interesting that you know there was a wide range of opinions, and they all seemed to have similar answers, meaning you stay with an idea, you work it hard, you don't back down. But the most important thing they all said was trusting your instincts will give you a one-up and an advantage, which is really kind of what makes this – this book so different is that it talks about instinct. How do you develop your instinct? And let's face it, that's something that you know, Larry, you're not born with. It's either there and you have to develop it, and that's it. Well, I was just thinking uh, about survival. Uh, so I worked three years for Donald Trump, um, and then I got a job. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people didn't. Uh, I mean, because of the whole... Uh, January 6th business and whatever, but I did for a while there. I think I was the only uh, senior Trump person that got a job. So I guess I should be, I am grateful. I mean, I'm, I love doing what I'm doing on uh, radio and, and the TV show. But you know, Larry, the big thing with you is that you've always made yourself quote unquote relevant. When you're relevant, you know, your, your value never goes down. And no, your your expertise in the areas that you know, economy, business, politics, makes you unbelievably relevant. And it's one of those things where you're evergreen. No matter what you say, mm-hmm. you're always going to be evergreen because people are always going to want to get Larry Kudlow's advice or his take on things. So in many respects, you have to thank yourself for your ability to stay relevant. And that's one of the things that you've done unbelievably well. You well, know? I, I think I have to thank you for allowing me to walk. <laughs> So I can get to work. I mean, that's very important. Having a good foot guy is is incredibly important. Rock, tell us a a moment or two about the uh, importance of the hospital for special surgery, which is a great institution. Well, one of the wonderful things about our hospital is that we really do promote health from all areas of life, meaning, you know, it's not just about your musculoskeletal health, your ability to walk, your ability to stand, your ability to do things. I mean, HSS continues to be a leader in keeping people mobile. Mm. Because let's face it, Larry, your ability to walk and to move around may not necessarily be, you know, life-threatening, but it certainly is lifestyle-threatening. And as we both know, if you're not able to walk, it creates problems. It makes you unhappy. It makes you depressed. It actually affects your overall health because if you're not able to walk comfortably, you develop problems like type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, etc. So one of the beautiful things about this hospital, even though it says it's the Hospital for Special Surgery, is their commitment to looking at all areas of musculoskeletal health, which is also to do whatever can be done to prevent operations because operations are only the last resort. Mm. And that's one of the beautiful things about this place is that we have a large range of specialists from non-surgical to surgical that provide the best care and do their best to keep people walking because, as I, as we both know, even after COVID, you know, the single most important form and safest form of transportation was walking because people were afraid to take cabs. They were afraid to take the subway. Mm. And the ability to ambulate, the ability to walk comfortably continues to be one of the most important strategic forms of, of, of being life relevant, so to speak. Well, I, so you keep me walking. Actually, so Skolko gave me a new hip. That was years ago. Uh, hip replacement, which actually worked out very well. And then I got a second hip replacement uh, when I was in Washington working uh, in the government. But it, uh, the guy who did it was a former Skoko resident. So there you have it. 
Long reach of Tom Skoko. It's a long one. Dr. Skoko, you know, continues to be, as always, a an unbelievably gifted uh, physician, surgeon. Is he still and, operating? And, oh, of course he is. Come I on. Tom is? The Tom's senior? still operating. Of I course he's know. still operating. I didn't know that. He must be 120. No, no, Tom. <laughs> Tom still. <laughs> Tom. Tom still looks unbelievably well. You At know, my age, all everybody's one hundred and twenty. You know, he looks better than I do, for God's sakes. You know. Well, yeah. Well, I understand that. <laughs> I, I get that. I know a lot of people like that. But the point is, uh, it was his resident in Washington D.C. who did my other hip, my my right hip, while I was working for Pope for uh, for President Trump. So, all right. So, is this book out? Yeah, yeah, it's out. It's actually doing very well. But again, you know, Larry, this is a book not just for the teenagers, but also for the parents of the teenagers to better right. help guide the new world, the new generation of you these kids it. coming out. All right, my and great again, pal, Dr. I, Rock Positano. You Terrific stuff. All right, buddy, talk soon. Thank Folks, you, we're going to take a little break. On the other side of the break, we're going to do some stock market work. Maybe we'll buy some gold. Who knows? 